0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Setting Tone which is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, the Kalender Academy Today's episode is all about bad sons We have got a bad sons special coming up for you today Um, Stick around and find out what that entails right next Hello everybody and welcome back. As you heard me say in the intro today is about the band Bad Sons. We have got an an interview with Chris Bowman of the band where we sit down and we discuss about Apocalypse Whenever which is the latest album from the band which came out in January of 2022 this year. Um, In that interview we talk about the journey of the album, we also talk about some interesting questions that I've put to Chris that you would not have expected answers to hear back from. Uh, So stick around because that is coming right next. We'll be playing the track Peachy and then we'll be jumping straight into that interview with Chris.
1: And are we just a dream?
0: Welcome back everyone. So that is the track Peachy which is taken from the album Apocalypse Whenever which is from the band Bad Sons which came out in January 2022. It is out everywhere now digitally and I believe you can still purchase copies of the album if you wish to do so. All the links for Bad Sons will be posted on Set and Tone's Facebook page which is quite simply Set and Tone UK podcast. So if you wish to find a link for the album to buy the album or check out the band's social media links if you're not sure what they are, all the links for the band will be on Set and Tone UK podcast page on Facebook. Next we've got an interview with Chris Bowman, stick around because that's coming right next. everyone, welcome to Chris from the band Bad Sons. Chris, welcome to Set and Tone. thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Not a problem, not a problem at all. Going to go straight into this one, Apocalypse Whenever is the latest album for you from yourselves. I believe that came out in January this year, um, which was the follow-up to 2019's release Mystic Truth. Um, Firstly, congratulations, and how does it feel to have the album finally out there on the world?
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's been wonderful. The The album's release coincided with the beginning of our tour, so it's been really cool to kind of see, like, day after day, more and more people that are at the shows knowing the, the words to the songs and that sort of thing. But, yeah, it feels really great to have this thing that we've been laboring over for the past couple of years finally kind of exists to the world, and it's no longer just ours. It's a great feeling every time.
0: What's that feeling like, Like to kind of describe to fans? I don't know if fans, trillion fans... The feedback, when fans are singing songs back to the band, what's that feeling like? Does it kind of give you a kick that, hey, they're getting it, they understand?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it's like the best feeling there is. It's just, you know, that's kind of like, all that's that's the most validating thing in what we do, I think, more so than like numbers or any sort of thing like that. It's like when you see the faces of people and they're singing the words back to you, it's kind of a surreal
0: experience every time um how did you approach the bacon of the pockets when they were like one of the things that i noticed um in comparison to this album to the previous album was um this kind of felt more like a, a driving around la with the sun and for those that any- if anyone has been looking up to be out in that gorgeous sun in la like i have um it's lovely and i kind of felt that mystic truth kind of had a disco vibe i'm not sure if that'd be fair to say
2: okay that's cool Yeah, I think uh, definitely our hometown was a big inspiration on this album musically and scenically. It always sort of is, but I feel like this time around we really wanted to hone in on that. And apparently it worked.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for me, it did. Definitely. It reminded me, like I say, just like kind of being out cruising around, sun's out and just enjoying the scenery. Definitely. But um, hopefully, I hope that translates through to, to the fans that are picking up the album. Um. Was this album made during the pandemic, Chris? And if so, like how did you find navigating around that during the time?
2: Yeah, we started we started writing and recording at the the end of two thousand nineteen. So right before things kinda started changing around, but we you know, the, the world went through some changes as we were making the album. Um, basically we just kind of navigated it like everybody else did. No one really knew what was going on. Um, How how we were supposed to be handling it, you know what the best practices were, but we kind of just rolled with the punches, and eventually we we were we were writing a lot together over the internet, and eventually we had the opportunity to get back in the studio, and you know during that time I think it was really all about making the album for us. It wasn't you know touring wasn't on the table, and so it kind of gave us the opportunity to really put all of our creativity and into this thing.
0: Do you feel that? potentially is giving you the best end product allowed that time having had
2: that you know i think i have to look at it that way because it definitely would have been a different album otherwise and i'm i'm really proud of the album we just made so i, I you know i think everything kind of worked out um yeah I, I don't know it's it's a tricky thing to say and a tricky thing to navigate but you know it definitely gave us this one
0: i i think so i think it's good to have that time uh, and i think some people have really kind of benefited from that because you're able to really hone in on making the best end products, and i think that shows um what's the overall message to the album if there is one and do you feel like you've achieved that is there any kind of like stories behind anything like breakups or
2: yeah there's all of that really it's kind of an album about uh introspection and self-reflection and kind of nostalgia and um Trying to like look back at your life and piece things together and try and find meaning with it, and then finding the spark of hope to to move forward and to live another day. And yeah, the album's really about love and you know loving yourself and loving the people around you and kind of just not taking any of the time you have for granted.
0: Did you feel any pressure? Like I don't know if you if you put any pressure on yourselves or if you felt that to kind of how do we make this not necessarily better than the last one, but what you know to try new things and just offer a different perspective to it
2: yeah i think there's always a layer of that i you know we were very um we were really inspired while making this one and you know every album is a really fun process but i don't know if there was so much of a an external pressure versus just a a desire an internal like kind of burning desire to to create something and this was what you know stemmed from that so it was it was it was a really fun energized creative time in
0: our lives I suppose, like, how in terms of ideas, how did people get the idea scale? Was it just like someone goes off and writes a riff and goes back and says, hey, I've got this? and
2: Oftentimes, it really kind of starts with, like, imagery or different forms of art that kind of become jumping off points of inspiration for us. So we kind of were just like, you know, we had a Dropbox, and we'd all put images and put art in there that was really inspiring to us, and kind of we got a feel for what the world of the album looked and felt like. Based off of that, and then from there, yeah, it would just kind of be we'd we'd all upload demos to the Dropbox, and um so I'd you know I I write a lot of the songs, so I'd be putting demos in there, and whichever guys, whichever songs the guys are really feeling excited about, we would then get together and kind of flesh the songs out together as a band, and uh, you know there are a couple of songs on the record, you know Gavin, our our bass player and keyboard player, he's a uh, he's really great at creating like soundscapes and beats and things like that. So there are a couple tunes that would just kind of get kick from an idea that he would throw in the Dropbox that I'd get really excited by. And I'd kind of like build a, a song around it, a soundscape and, you know, various forms of collaboration like that. And sometimes we'd straight up get together on a Zoom like this and we'd throw some chords around and throw some melodies around and just kind of write together in this sort of uncomfortable way. But I think that oftentimes the most exciting results can come from putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. So we just really kind of try out everything that was available to us.
0: I like that kind of just taking all the tools, like you say, what's available and giving it a go and seeing what comes out. Pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Really cool.
0: No, I like that. I like the idea of, um, taking that. I know everyone's got their own sort of ways of doing things, but taking all these different bits of art and putting them into a Dropbox and using that as an expression. That's really cool. I like that. Um, yeah, is there, is there a favorite track or a memory from making the album?
2: Yeah. Well, I'll I'll answer in two parts. There was um, that we had a we had a couple of like video chat. We had like a video chat Zoom songwriting session set up. And the band and our producer and a, and a friend of ours and um, I was kind of like we'd done a few of those that were that didn't yield wonderful results. So I was a little bit like nervous about what was going to happen. And so I went digging through the Dropbox and I found this this uh, beat that our that Gavin made. And it was called like Violet's Nightclub or something. So I like it had nightclub in the title. and I thought that was cool. And I started playing around with it and I wrote like pr- I wrote all the music around that for the, the track nightclub. And it actually, if you listen to that demo, it sounds like very similar to the way it ended up sounding on the album. Um, and that was kind of, kind of all came in a spark, like within a, a couple of hours. And immediately after that, we got on and we wrote the song Life Was Easier When I Only Cared About Me. And again in like a couple of hours. So that was a really fruitful day and those two tracks sit alongside one, on, one another on the album and um that's a that's a fun
0: portion of the record for me. Awesome. Gives it a nice little flow. Was there any I guess with everything there's always stuff that doesn't make it. Did you find that you had anything left over from the album or was literally everything on the album should be on the album?
2: Yeah, you know, there was um I kind of knew as we were getting close to the end, I knew which songs needed to be there and which songs maybe should be held back for later but uh, yeah there's definitely going to be a couple of holdovers which will you know which will be released and see the light of day
0: at some point for sure when the time is right they'll be out maybe maybe a year anniversary kind of like a a reissue maybe Um, yeah who knows you never know aside from the album what have you guys been up to during um this last feels like forever this pandemic i'm not gonna lie
2: yeah, it's mainly been that. And then for me, it's just kind of, kind of why as we were making the album, it was about finding inspiration in other places that, I, that could fuel the creative process. So I spent a lot of time outside like surfing and going on hikes and runs and kind of doing as, doing little mini road trips and doing kind of whatever I could to get outside and feel inspired. Um, but yeah, now that the, the world is sort of opening back up again, touring has been back back in our lives and it's been really wonderful to be to be able to be
0: playing shows again definitely I, I imagine you're not the only band to say this but it must have been a right pain in the backside of just not being able to get out there and see fans and play shows and
2: yeah on the one hand it was sort of a you know i don't i don't under uh, who knows at this point but i don't foresee that we'll ever kind of really get a forced break like that again so and after going for going 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 for you know so many as as many years as we had I think, on one hand, it was kind of nice to have the opportunity to sort of, like, focus on life at home and whatever that meant. Um, you know, I think it, it gave us some time to, like, do some good old-fashioned, like, growing up. And that was kind of cool. But, yeah, now now it's, like, you know, something that we'll never take for granted again. Any show, there's no such thing as a bad show. Um, every night that we get to do it is, a, you know, a blessing.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, you know, speaking from a, a fan perspective, I, I don't think I'll ever mm-hmm. moan about a long train journey home again. Um, I'm just grateful that I've been able to get to gigs and see bands and, and kind of live that life again. So definitely I think it gave exactly. me a lot of us a lot of us chance. Um, what got what else do you guys have in store for this year? Is it more touring or have you got some downtime to maybe I know it sounds a bit early, but start thinking about the next record or is that a long way in the future? I think
2: I think we're always kind of like thinking about what's what the next thing is um yeah you know like there's definitely some writing going on a lot of touring happening this year um yeah it's you know just a lot another big year of
0: music for us so i'm excited and closing out the interview i've got some fun questions for you to um, kind of break away from talk about the album um who would you like to record with and why
2: um i've i've been saying people have been asking me this question so it's kind of fresh on my mind but the uh there's an artist, uh, his name's Scott Hansen. he releases music under the name Tycho, and it's just really wonderful sort of pastoral, like spacey, electronic, ambient, just really like soothing music. I don't really know how to describe it best, but he's one of my favorite artists and he has been for a long time. And for, I feel like something about our two sounds would be an interesting connection, and I would love to do something like that one day.
0: Um... In terms of, I'm not sure if you drink alcohol or not, um, but if you don't, who would you like to share a cold drink with and why? A person can be um, dead or alive. I would love to like have a few beers with Robert Smith. Good shout. Good shout. Um, I'm not sure if you're into comic books, but Marvel or DC?
2: Ooh, yeah, I'm not huge into it, but I'm going to choose Marvel, I guess, because I think I read more like Spider-Man comics when I was younger.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that and probably Batman were the two prominent comic book figures for kids growing up. It, I yeah. think. Uh, cool. Um, and the last album you listened to?
2: You know, um, when I'm on the road, I really don't listen to much music often. Um, so I haven't really been listening to anything since we left for the past few weeks, but I did get the chance to listen to... Uh, there's a new album by the band Hippocampus that just came out, um, and I listened to that like a week or two ago, and I enjoyed
0: that. Do you find, I've spoken to like a few local bands about this particular question, but when you're playing the, your genre that you play, do you ever find that if you want to take some time away and this is different, you do. You don't tend to go and this say, rock. If you're in a rock band, you're going to, to, I don't know, rap or pop. Do you find that's the case for yourself?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, it depends. Like I think, like I said, if I, if I do listen to music on tour, it's usually like while I'm doing something, like doing yoga backstage or something. So it'll usually kind of be more like ambient, sort of easy, easy listening kind of stuff. And yeah, I think for that reason, I'm not listening to like rock when we get back on the bus. Cause, you know, every night is full of hours of rock. Um, yeah. So but by the time I get home, I'm usually like really psyched to just like listen to all the music there is.
0: I I'll get that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and if you could put a band together, who would you pick to be in the band? You know, the the
2: guys and the guys in Bad Sons are, you know, people I've. I love playing music with more than anything in the world I, I don't know it's like a chemistry is so important in a band and it's so hard to get right so I don't think that I could necessarily off the top of my brain piece together the the right band with the right chemistry it would probably be a disaster
0: that's <laughs> right so I think if you've got if you've got something that isn't broken doesn't need to be fixed yeah and um, the last one for myself, Chris. What's uh, what album caught your attention of last year? What was your album twenty twenty one?
2: Oh, good question. You know, there was a lot. Um, I'm, I will say, I was the first one that comes to mind was I really spent a lot of time with the the Last Church's album. I, I really
0: enjoyed that. Great band, absolutely great band. I think that's probably been the, for me the one positive that I've taken away from the pandemic that the last two years has produced some uh, phenomenal albums. Um, I, I yeah. don't know why but everyone seems to have really put on their A-game the last two years
2: so. Yeah, there, there was a lot of really good music last year
0: well hopefully this year hopefully this is the, the year as well oh, yeah. um, Chris thank you very much for your time today I really appreciate that and I wish you guys all the best for the album and obviously touring and hopefully maybe a European tour maybe
2: you know what who knows we might be
0: over there this, this year fingers crossed fingers crossed I'll be there be good good to see you guys finally amazing once again Chris thank you much and I'll catch you as and when thank you for your time
2: alright thank you very much it was nice talking to you uh, likewise
0: and you cheers buddy bye so that was Chris Bowman from the band Bad Sons I want to once again thank Chris for his time um, the day of recording that interview funny enough it was late UK time so around 6 o'clock evening time and it would have been around 2 2.30 American time I, I want to really thank Chris for his time because The David Cornell interview, um, Chris looks like they'd just played a show the night before and um, he was on his tour bus. So I can't imagine how easy or inconvenient it must be if you're in a band and especially when there's time differences and whatnot and you're you're doing press after you've just done a show. I don't know how much sleep or what you do get uh, if you can sleep at all or if you just get a perfect night's sleep because of the adrenaline pumping over. Uh, Massive thank you to Chris. Um, I'll be playing you a track next from the album Apocalypse Whenever, which is a track called Life Was Easy When I Only Cared About Me. Stick around because that's coming right next.
1: Looking bleak, my head feels sound, yeah. As I signal on the train underground, and my thoughts came flooding, and I started to drown.
0: hi everyone welcome back so that was a track called life um was easier when he cared about me i hope you dig that track um i really like this album as i say apocalypse whenever it is out now from the band bad sons all the links to the album and of course the band's social media pages will be posted on set in the tones facebook page which is quite simply set in the tone uk podcast um i love the album like i say i mentioned this in the interview what i kind of picked upon when i was listening to it was it's kind of got this like I don't know, sun's out kind of weather, windows down, driving around, having fun, just a a relaxing, enjoyable time. And hopefully that shines through to everyone else that's listening to the album. Um, That's it, guys, from Setting the Tone this week. I want to thank you all for tuning in to hear what I've got to say. If you want to follow the show and support the show, please feel free to do so. Um, We are on Facebook Instagram. Our handles for both of those platforms are Set and Tone UK Podcast, and then my handle for Twitter is STT UK Podcast. If you wish to reach out because you want to come on the show to have something reviewed or want to interview because you've got a single or an album or a tour on the way, please feel free to do so. You can reach out either through those channels, those social media channels, or through the email, which is STT Set and Tone Once again, thank you very much for tuning in to hear what I've got to say. Um, until next time, but bye for now.